Welcome to Ways to Love Your Money. We're so happy that you're here. It's our fifth season and we're, we're having a major focus today on uh, the uh, term businesses and also retirement planning uh, and doing it right. We have a great guest on our show this week and her name is Tatiana Sawyer. She's a CPA and she's got a book coming out so I can't wait for her to tell us about it. But again, this month for March is Women's History Month so we really wanna emphasize that as well. We'll be right back, stay tuned. Welcome back to Ways to Love Your Money, and we have our great guest here, Miss Tatiana Sawyer. She is a CPA, and she has an outlook for business owners and a new book release, and we can't wait to have this conversation with her. Welcome, Tatiana. It's wonderful, wonderful to meet you. Elizabeth, it's so great to be here, and thanks so much for having me. Oh, gosh, it's a pleasure. Well, you know, I would love to hear a little bit more about you, your passion, what you're doing, and really how you're trying to help women and the business owner out there. Um. I kind of wanted to be, just to give you a little background so that you understand where I'm coming from. I have been trying to, I wanted to be a lawyer for many years, but um, I came to the United States when I was 19. By that time, I've completed two years of law studies. And um, in the US, I found myself um, needing to support myself financially. I was by myself here. And um, I actually, when I went back to college, I was looking to pick a major that would allow me to have a bachelor's degree, a meaningful bachelor's degree that would allow me to actually support myself financially. Mm -hmm. And because I also got a job as a bookkeeper um, at the time, it was just a great, um, I guess, match to go for accounting. I mean, many people have thought that accounting is dry, that it's not challenging enough and so on. But I actually went for accounting and fell in love with it along the way, which is interesting because um, I could never imagine myself being an accountant before. Um, but kind of a couple of years into school, I um, decided to kind of ramp up my efforts and go full time, but like five or six classes full time, because I wanted to graduate before um, state of New York would change the rules on the CPA license. And I wanted to be grandfathered in so that I didn't have to do extra work. So I, uh, my job at the time, my full-time job at the time couldn't accumulate, I mean, accommodate that. And um, it's actually, it was actually a really fortunate um, thing because, um, because they couldn't accommodate, I quit the job and I found uh, five small business clients um, that didn't need me for a whole week, but needed me for a day or two or half a day or every other week or whatever. So I was able to become a really great at time management and also load management and kind of along the way, fell in love with accounting and numbers and small business. And I, um, I did work for a CPA firm for license uh, purposes. I worked for a couple of years and I got my tax experience. Um, but um, I also fell in love with working with different leadership styles, different people, different industries. And I've gotten a lot of experience by the time I graduated. So after I worked for a CPA firm, I, you know, a couple of years, I got enough experience to be able to branch out on my own. And for me, family um, was more important than anything else. And so I, when I got pregnant with my daughter, it was right before tax season that uh, that year, I decided to quit and not put her through the stress of tax season. It, it is stressful. You work long hours and and, um, and and travel and stuff like that. So I was very fortunate because I basically grew my business 
by referral only for a number of years. And now I work with businesses um, at a level of helping them grow. So I, I'm trained in price psychology, help people price better, raise their prices, um, understand how to present prices to clients. Um, I'm trained in tax planning, which means we're not just planning how to pay your tax that's calculated. We actually work throughout the year to reduce your tax payments so that you can invest this money and, um, and multiply the savings. That's something that has to be done before the year is over because once it's over, there's not much you can do. I couldn't agree more with you on that statement because uh, you know we, we really stress the emphasis on fourth quarter planning not first quarter planning of the new year, but fourth quarter planning because, you know, in, in so many situations, you know, if there's something you can do about it, you know, especially meet with your tax professional at that point. Um, but, you know, when you get into January, you can't really do too much. Yeah. And there is, you know, there is money um, trail that needs to be done. There is paper trail that needs to be set up. So it's not a simple, you know, application of the law kind of thing, but it's much more involved than that. And so I no longer work with startups. Um, no longer work with people who are just starting out businesses. I no longer work with people who just want once a year tax relationship. I work with businesses who want to grow, scale, and do it better from a tax perspective, do it better from a management perspective, potentially pricing if it's applicable, but really manage the entire, um, the entire relationship, the entire business, and help the business owner actually be confident in their numbers and their money understand the taxes and then understand how to save money on tax so that they can have more and, and create a better retirement for themselves or whatever it is that's important for them. Well, I think that's a big part of the conversation with people today. Uh, it's about how can you make as much money as possible, but keep as much money as possible and also think about the future. And, uh, you know, the business is an important part for an entrepreneur. Uh, in, in a lot of cases that I see is that uh, the business is doing so well, but then when we kind of translate that to the personal life, it's not running as efficient. So do you see even some of your clients transitioning into their personal lives, looking at this and maybe taking advantage of the, the savings or the tax savings or the planning and either rebuilding their business even more or also looking at their personal lives as well? Absolutely. And that's part of the um, part of the kind of engagement with me. Uh, what I help them do is not only um, set set more money aside, so pay less taxes, set those, um, I guess, strategies in motion, but also um, I believe, and actually I have a company that's called that, I believe that business is personal. Um, <laughs> so when I work with clients, I get to know them personally. And because of that, obviously my fees are much higher than a traditional once a year relationship with an accountant. Mm -hmm. But it's also, um, I ask you about whom you support, um, whom, like, do you have children? How old are the children? There are tax strategies around all those things. What kind of costs are you, do you have on your personal life? Because all of that plays into how can we make this expense legally deductible for you so that you can keep more of your money? Right. And, um, and that's why, you know, when, when I work with clients, it's typically business and personal relationships. So, um, I, it's, it's not, I guess, um, smart to separate uh, from an accountant who does your business from the accountant who does your personal. It makes sense to do it in tandem kind of because that's where I can bring in more value to you as a business owner. That's great. 
Well, I know that there's a book over your shoulder right now, and that's a book that's launching the month of March here. So you're in the thick of tax season, which thank you so much for being here. I know how busy you must be. Uh, but in addition, uh, tell us a little bit about your book. We, want, we can't wait to hear about it. So my book is called Dream Bold, Start Smart. Um, and the book is for someone who has a business idea or has a side hustle or a passion for something and they wanna make it a great business. They wanna make money, build a business around their life basically and do um, handle all the money numbers and tax matters better to start. The book came as a result of kind of having worked with um, small businesses for the past 16 years and um, seeing the same things, the same errors, the same concerns, the same issues. So in the past three years, since I've gone through the transformation of my tax practice, I noticed that people who come to me, by the time they get to me um, and can afford me, um, they've already kind of been heartbroken. They've either lost money, lost time or both. Maybe they've made some mistakes. Maybe their taxes weren't done correctly. Um, which often, very often is the case um, and that I saw. So I realized that I can no longer work with startups because they don't have the budget for someone like me, but they're the ones who need that expertise most. So I wanted to create a manual on how to start better so that you skip the anxiety, save the money, mm -hmm. save on tax. Um, don't, you know, don't make mistakes, get the help that you need, accounting help that you need kind of along the way, I talk about milestones and things like that. But by the time you get to someone like me, it doesn't have to be me, but someone like me, they can help you grow as opposed to focusing on unscrewing everything that was done wrong before. Okay. Um, and that's where, that's where the power is. And I wanted to create this, this guide, this um, resource for people to start better so that people who may have never started um, could actually have hope and, and know that they can absolutely do it and navigate the, the tax stuff and know how to handle it and know how to look for an accountant that's good. Mm -hmm. Well, in light of uh, Women's History Month this month, uh, quick question for you. Uh, with women, I know we talked about this a little bit, but is it harder for women to start a business in your opinion? Or why is it harder? In my experience, I found that um, for women, it's harder to take risks. We have a lot more fears. We have a lot more um, lower confidence in ourselves. We much more often have the imposter syndrome. Um, I mean, taking the risk is kind of a, a an interesting concept because sometimes it's okay that we don't take risks, but at the same time, if we don't take the risk, then we don't know, we can't benefit from the upside. So we're just so focused, I think, uh, as women, we're so focused on the downside, potential downside of starting a business or, or risking, uh, taking a risk on something else, investing in the market or whatever, that we don't end up not taking the risk and missing out on the upside. So if you're talking to women out there right now, which I think is an important conversation, what would you tell them to give them a little bit more confidence and not to feel that they don't have the option or, you know, that, you know, fear is going to stand in their way of being able to do what they love and create that business, that entrepreneurial spirit? Uh, what kind of confidence measures would you maybe want to say to the women out there? 
I would say that it's important to understand that small businesses are the ones that lift up economies, especially women-owned businesses. Women are often going in with the utmost uh, passion and maybe we take less risk, but we bring our heart into the business. For us, it's not just about the money. It's also about changing the world in certain ways. Certainly is true for me. And it certainly is true to most of the business owners that uh, women business owners that I've worked with and know. And I think that um, it's important to also, I believe in the muse and I believe in um, an idea or an opportunity knocking on your door and you have to answer because if you don't, someone else will. Uh, but also the stronger we are as women, the stronger our businesses are, the stronger the whole world is. I think that it's important to, to have a small business for a woman, especially because, I mean, I'm biased towards small businesses, but, mm -hmm. but I think it's, it's well-deserved because um, we can change the world. And the, I believe that people will buy from you because of your voice, because of your story. And that that voice and that story, both of those things are important mm -hmm. um, to bring into your into your passion. And if and there's nothing wrong with not starting a business, but I think that you can do it without risking a lot. You you can do it without risking losing money. I think it's um, it's worth a try, and that's why I wrote this book. Well, that brings me back to the book because that was so well said about women and, and business and basically not having the fear and the confidence to go in there. If you don't try something, you don't know that you're going to fail. So don't set up the uh, uh, the intention to fail when you go out there. But how can people get your book? Uh, we we want to celebrate your book because I think many entrepreneurs out there need to get, get that in their hands, but especially women today, they need to have that so they have a little bit more grounding and they basically run their business more for profit. So where can they get that book? The book is available and on Amazon, uh, but I also have some um, resources and, and bonuses coming with the pre-orders, and those are available at on my website, dreamboldbook.com. Um, and it's just, um, yeah, the, there are bonuses, there are different things and resources that you can get with the book. And there's also a book experience that comes with every physical book. Well, that's pretty exciting. I think that this is a, um, a next step you know, conversation as well. We'll, we'll definitely want to have you back, Tatiana, because I think there's more that we can we can share with our viewers. Uh, this is an empowerment uh, conversation, I think, for the entrepreneur out there that's that's truly having, uh, you know, maybe ideas about business. Maybe they think, uh, you know, they know what they're doing, but maybe they didn't have a formal education about how to run a business. That's probably the biggest uh, concern for many business owners out there today. They learned a profession, but they don't necessarily know how to run it for profit. So I think that Tatiana is a great expert in this world, and this is going to be a must-read book. We're going to definitely have this in our office to be able to hand out as well. Um, if you have questions for Tatiana, please get in touch with us. Uh, we will make sure that all her information is also you know, in this actual filming of the podcast. And again, Tatiana, thank you so much for spending time with us in such a busy time of year for you. Uh, we feel honored to be able to have you. And uh, thanks again. I hope you'll come back again soon. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Good. All right. Take care. We'll be right back. Well, that was an amazing interview with Miss Tatiana Sawyer. 
She is incredible. You need to seek out her book. I think this is something that's going to be great for business owners. And one of the questions that we had from our audience is this. I just started my own business. How should I figure out my financials? You need to go get Tatiana's book. We'll make sure that there's a link here so that you can go ahead and get that or reach out to her because I know it's um, going to be available, I think, towards the end of March. But you know what? Empower yourself. Get ready. Get started. Every female uh, you know, business owner out there, you should be thinking bigger here and you should be thinking broader. Um, now, this is for a start, but what Tatiana works with is really more of the established business, but she put the tools that she uses for those established businesses for the initial business owner, too, in that book. So I encourage you to get it. Thank you so much for tuning into season five, and we can't wait for um, more things to come. And and you know it's it's amazing how how far we've come with this. And um, you know now it's time. If you are that business owner, your call to action at this point would be get in groove and start doing your planning. This is time to seek out a financial professional. We're here for you. Give us a ring at 619-640-2622 or click on the link below, set out an appointment. You can do it virtually, and we'd love to have you part of our team. If you have questions specifically, please put it in the comments. We really want to get back to you. And again, thanks for tuning in. information provided in this show is for informational and educational purposes only. This show is not investment advice, nor is it intended to address the financial needs of any particular viewer. The opinions expressed on this show are not intended to be an endorsement of any particular investment strategy or service of any other kind. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned throughout the show. Before acting on information in this show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular situation and strongly consider seeking advice from a financial advisor.